1: Following wide-ranging consultation and after carefully weighing up all scenarios and the key lessons from 2019, New Zealand Rugby is now commencing a process for selecting the All Blacks head coach from 2024.
2: That was the chair of New Zealand Rugby, Dame Patsy ready after meeting with the board late last week. They've decided the All Blacks coaching appointment, well, it started. As far as we're aware, we'll know in the next four to six weeks who the next All Blacks coach will be after Ian Foster, after the Rugby World Cup in France. And joining us to talk about it is News Hub's rugby reporter and wonderful friend of the show, Ollie Ritchie. Ollie, welcome in. Thank you for your time. What did we learn from today's announcement and press conference?
1: Yeah, afternoon, Kirst. Afternoon, Bev. Um, oh, I'm not sure if you've been refreshing your emails, but literally as we go to air right now, the news has just come in. Ian Foster will not be reapplying for the All Blacks' top job. It's all job. happening. So it's all happening. We get really as we go to air. This is as, as bad as breaking as it gets right now. Um, yeah, look, w- what we learned was that New Zealand rugby right, wanted to go in a different direction. That much was clear. It was. Was abundantly clear by the fact that they announced they were going to appoint the next coach before the World Cup. It said that they were going to move away from Ian Foster and go in a different direction, regardless of whether Foster wanted to reapply for that job or not. We have now obviously just learned, literally in the last few minutes, uh, that Ian Foster will not be reapplying for his job, his time. Uh, in charge of the All Blacks as part of the All Blacks coaching group will come to an end at the end of the Rugby World Cup in France. There will be a new man in charge next year.
0: Well, I mean, Oli, that's glaringly obvious, wasn't it? The fact that he was never going to win it right now, was he? He, His his only chance stood, and I guess that's why he went on the media blitz there last week as one sort of last-ditch effort. If it gets named after the World Cup and they win it, yep, he's as good a chance as probably anyone. But the fact is, he was never going to win it in, in March, in April, was he?
1: No, that's right. and that, You're exactly right, Dave. That was his only chance of holding on to the job, was to delay the appointment oh, okay. process and to try and win the World Cup, because it is an open World Cup. And so, you know, you can't count the All Blacks out at all. But you're right, that was absolutely his only chance. Uh, of being the All Blacks head coach from 2024 onwards was to to, to delay that process uh, and to try and win a World Cup. Obviously, that process hasn't been delayed. He knew the writing was on the wall. Uh, He knew his time was up.
2: Ollie, we know you've got to be gone in about 30 seconds, so I'll just keep this one quick. But is this an open process for the next All Blacks coach or are they shoulder-tapping?
1: Uh, that shoulder tapping—it's—it's it's not an anyone can apply, as I understand. It's one front runner, and that's Scott Robertson. Um, and look, you'd have to—you'd have to probably say he deserves to be the front runner. It's hard to argue with his record um, over the last six years um, down at the Crusaders. Maybe a slight blip last week to open up. Uh, a slight blip, Ollie. Is that what you call a it? A blip, I, is that hey. what you
2: call that, Ollie? <laughs>
1: a slight blip. This is He's why t- I yeah. hit one of those potholes. Just hit one of those potholes down. In that was a huge lump. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you'd have to think that Scott Robertson is, is very much the front runner now.
2: Ollie, absolutely brilliant. To be able to get you on. We know you're busy, so we'll let you go. But thank you for coming on with that absolutely exclusive breaking news for us.
1: No worries, guys.
2: Ollie Ritchie, Newshub's uh, chief rugby reporter coming in with the juice. So, of course, this process is underway, The shoulder-tapping candidates. It sounds like there is only one, Razor Robertson. We are going to th- go through the potential candidates. And Ian Foster has put out a statement. And this is what it says, uh, as I said last week, I felt the best thing for our team and for our entire management group was to have this process done after the Rugby World Cup. That hasn't happened, but we will accept this decision and move on. My sole focus remains unchanged, it's to lead this All Blacks team and management group and our planning and preparation so that we can go to France with the goal of winning the Rugby World Cup and making this country proud. I won't be reapplying for the job of head coach. Well he wasn't going to get it if he did apply right
0: no not not of it being decided in uh, March or April absolutely no chance so as I've always said I think this is the best thing for him he won't be sitting there tonight thinking that but he mentioned it in that statement he can his now sole focus because I said it last week his sole focus wouldn't have been. Winning Paris So it would have also been all this other stuff that's been going on in the in the press. This political plays that has all been unfolding. So I think it's starting to become a lot clearer. I've, with this unfolding for me now, I'm leaning back to my initial gut feeling that it is Razor's job. Um, when you think back to that Joey Wheeler interview. Um, Joey had the scoop Joey's before Razor
2: even came out yeah. and said there'll be an announcement in the next two weeks he wasn't wrong was he the two s- weeks after <laughs> Razor said that here they are
0: the big scoop there from Joey interesting some of the wording Fozzie's using against his current employer um, well if you read between the lines mm. there it's, it's pretty strong wording um. So yeah, interesting. But uh, I mean,
2: he's not going to lose his job between now and then. And <laughs>
0: depends. How, yeah. No, he's not. But you know, it's just it is it is an interesting time. And I guess now it just ramps up straight shootout between you would think Razor and if anyone. Wow. Jamie or, or maybe a few other little wild cards if it is not already a done
2: deal if it's not already a done deal there may be a few wild cards we're going to go through those wild cards later but we want to get back to the cricket yes. because look 24 hours is not enough to digest this we're talking sporting moments what sporting moment what sporting moment can you think of in the history that actually, surpasses that moment, how you felt watching the action from the Basin in that final innings yesterday. Cameron said the greatest sporting moment for me, for him, Jonah tiptoeing down the sideline for the match winner against the Wallabies in the game of the century. That match in 2000.
0: The one that the All Blacks got up by truckload early, then it looked like they were going to lose it. And then, as he says, Jonah tiptoeing. Here's one from Carl that I love. Michael Campbell holding off Tiger Woods in his prime to win the U.S. Open. Michael Campbell had a wonderful, wonderful few years there where he, as Carl mentioned, he went toe-to-toe with the great Tiger Woods when I don't think anyone's ever dominated sport quite like Tiger Woods has his golf in that era.
2: Keep those sporting moments coming. What has long lived in your memory bank like that test finish Willem Wellington yesterday? Double eight, double three. And if you've got any questions for Tom Latham, he's coming up on the show just after five o'clock.